When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You're listening to the British Ice Hockey Podcast, available every week on britishicehockey.co.uk. Well, hello everybody and welcome to this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. And on this week's show, we'll be hearing from Matt Richardson from the Cardiff Devils all about his 1,000th appearance in the Elite Ice Hockey League last weekend. We're also going to be discussing the National Cup Final as Leeds Knights booked their place in the final last week and uh, we'll be joined by Zach Brooks from the Knights shortly and we'll be catching up with the Guildford Phoenix ahead of their big weekend against Haringey in South 2. All of that to come on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. So hello everybody and welcome to this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. Later in the show we'll be hearing from the Guildford Phoenix and from the Leeds Knights. But before that let's go to the Elite League. And on Sunday night Matt Richardson of the Cardiff Devils became only the third player in the history of the Elite Ice Hockey League to reach 1,000 games played. A phenomenal achievement for Mark and on Thursday I caught up with the man himself. Well, Mark, a big thank you for joining us and uh, a big congratulations on, on this epic milestone, joining just two other players who've made over a 1,000 appearances in the Elite League era. Uh, how do you feel? Um, it feels good, yeah. Thank you. Firstly, thank you for, for having me. Uh, great to hit that, that milestone, as you say, only only two other players uh, who I who I know very well and uh, this great company there with Jonathan Phillips and Matthew Myers. And um, no, it feels great. It's... Uh, seems like a lot of games but uh i guess it has been a lot of years so um no i'm uh i'm very proud to have achieved that and at what point because I, I spoke to players not just in ice hockey but in other sports as well and generally players don't really know these milestones are coming until um some statistician or historian comes up to them and says oh by the way this is about to happen i mean has this been on your radar for a while or is it or is it crept up on you um, kind of crept up on me a little bit. I, re- I remember last year when I hit 900, I had I had no idea and I was I was interviewed about it. So in the back of my mind, I kind of knew that at some point this season, because that was early on last season, it would, uh, you know, if I remained injury free, it would be coming around. But uh, I wasn't sure exactly when. No. 
And obviously, you know, when we talk about this career, um, I mean, it's a career that, that's still going. And I think you got man of the match on, on Sunday night against Dundee in, in the in the 1000th game. Um, so, so generally, I mean, how are you enjoying your hockey in this milestone season of yours? Yeah, um, still really enjoying it, which is obviously the main thing. And, uh, you know, right now I, f- I feel good and, uh, you know, the team's doing well, which also helps. And, yeah, as I say, I mean, the, the main thing is that to play this many games and to continue on, you, you have to be enjoying it. And at the moment, I am. No, good stuff. And, and we'll come back to this current season and, and, and what's possible at the Devils in a, in a second or two. But I should say that um, I, I saw the interview and I saw the news and then I kind of put it to the back of my brain. But then I was triggered into getting in contact with you, Matt, because the Swindon Wildcats actually tweeted, you know, offering their congratulations. And, oh, really? and Yeah, and that, <laughs> that takes me to my next point. Obviously, you've mentioned it. I mean, you, you're enjoying your hockey, so, you know, you're not, you're not ready yet for these kind of questions I'm going to suggest but you know when you when you go back to the, the start of your career you know and, and that connection with Swindon um, I mean that's where it all began for yourself as well we have to say yeah I mean I was very very fortunate I mean Swindon in Swindon growing up uh, I feel like I was very lucky in terms of the coaching I received you know from a very young age right? whether that was Daryl Lipsy from when I first started to Steve now. And then um, I think when I was around 11, 12, Mark Beggs uh, was was brought in as the head coach of the junior system. And, um, you know, I owe a lot to him. He, he taught me a lot, you know, about about the game and about training on and off the ice. And, um, you know, I'm still in touch with him now, but he was a, he was a huge part of, uh, of my development as a junior. And then I was lucky enough to, at 15, uh, get a chance to to play with the, uh, the senior team. I think it was the the Lynx at the time, and um, yeah, as I said, I was very lucky to play with some great players. Merv Priest, you know, a kind of Devils legend there, and uh, he was my he was my line mate. And yeah, I, I just feel feel very fortunate, and um, you know, to have grown up in a in a hockey club that uh, really helped my development. No cracking stuff. You know, when you reach these milestones, probably the same historians and statisticians start asking you similar questions about what was your favourite season, you know, going all the way back to, you know, the mid-2000s, signing for the Cardiff Devils and and that kind of thing, and the spells at Basingstoke and and Nottingham, of course. Have you had a chance to look back at those times at at this stage, or or are you still just concentrating on on the here and now? Yeah, I think more so concentrating on the here and now. I think when when I'm done playing, whenever that will be, maybe I'll... I'll look back a bit more, but right now I'll just concentrate. But you know, throughout the years, I think um, when you think about the the teams uh, you won championships with, and um, you know, those are always very special. And I, I just feel feel very fortunate, obviously, to have played with so many great players, so many great people, and to to win some championships along the way. And um, you know, I'm just very grateful to the Cardiff Devils organization for uh, giving me a chance and for for having me for so long. Yeah, I mean, it's like your career has been been shaped during the last fifteen years or so at, at the club, and at the same time, Cardiff Devils have gone through some humongous changes as well. I mean, you know, I think I think you played your first season at the club, if, if I'm not mistaken, was the last season at the National Ice Rink. Um, you know, that that brilliant venue there, and then we've got the seasons at the the temporary ice rink, and now the ice arena and, and the fantastic facilities there in Cardiff. I mean, it's been a momentous time. I'm going to suggest not just for yourself, but the club more generally. No, definitely. I mean, I feel very fortunate to have kind of gone through those those different eras, you know, playing the last year in uh, Wales National Ice Rink and then on to the, the big blue tent and 
and now I threw in Wales and um, people sometimes ask about, you know, the tough times uh, and, and there was, there were some tough times. And um, I think my answer is normally they make the, the good times and, you know, in these times feel so much better. And then just, you know, the, the facilities, you know, to come in every day to, to that building's uh, very nice. And uh, as I say, from the, from the club's standpoint, we're very well looked after and, and that's all really you can ask for. Yeah. And you spoke about uh, silverware. I mean, if, if we take, um, COVID out of the equation. I mean, the last seven seasons or so. Um, I mean, it's been it's been a bit of a golden era, really, for for, for Cardiff, hasn't it? I mean, what, what's it been like playing during this period of success at the club? Oh, it's it's been huge. I think, um, as I say, that there were some tough times, and to um, be in the position that we're in now, where you know, I think as a player, all you all you really want is that chance to to be competing you know you're not going to win everything every year but you want that chance to you know to be competing for every trophy and, and we have that you know that comes from from the owners who uh since they took over the team have been nothing but amazing to to the players and um todd kelman they just they just do everything they they can to to help us win and obviously last last season um you know brody coming in that playoff championship you picking up as, as captain of course that must have been a, a proud moment yeah, of course. I think um, it was a funny old season last season with, you know, we had the uh, few games with no fans and um, we had a lot of injuries and we're playing four defensemen for a few months there and just missed out on the Challenge Cup. And, you know, to, to win that playoffs, I think, you know, was uh, was so huge for us as a, as a group. And um, it was a lot of guys' first professional kind of championship and it just it meant a lot and it meant a lot to the club, you know, after the shutdown year of COVID um, to finish the season on a high like that was uh, was incredible for everyone. So uh, what, what's next for yourself, Mark? Because um, I'm, I'm looking at the the appearance stats for Cardiff and, and you're not too far behind now, Jason Stone. And, uh, you, you might have even, you might be coming close to overtaking him at this point as well. So, I mean, is that on your agenda or certainly on that historian statistician's agenda at this point to remind you that that, that milestone's coming up? Oh, I mean, I've never, never thought about that. I mean, uh, Jason Stone is a, you know, obviously a devil's legend. Uh, and uh, I was lucky enough to, to play a few years with Stoney. And um, yeah, I mean, if if that happens, it happens. I, I wouldn't have a clue uh, how close I was to it or how many games or, or what have you. But uh, I, guess we, I guess we'll see if it happens, it happens. And I mean, this interviews like this, Mark, as well, I mean, it must make you very proud. You know, we started this interview talking about, um, you know, you name dropped the other two players who've who've reached this milestone, that they too have got Cardiff connections, we should say. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm ending this bit of the interview as well, throwing you in with the, the likes of, of Jason Stone as well. So, I mean, how proud do you feel that, you, you know, you're you're in this list? This this is who you are as a, as a player and this is your legacy. Oh, hugely proud. I think, um, you know, when I... I don't like to go on about it too much, but when I talk about you know the the ice time opportunities that we're we're given as youngsters in this country to end up then playing for a living for for that many games and that many years, uh, I think you know you have to be proud. I mean, I'd also like to mention, especially you know in my most of my career, my my probably the biggest sacrifice has been made by my wife and daughter. You know, obviously it's a lot of traveling. I'd say especially the last six or seven years the the hockey's become so professional that it's a you know it's a lot of time time away from home and uh but they've been my my biggest supporters 
And uh, obviously, you know, when you when you look at we've talked about the past here, but we have to remember there's uh, there's silverware in the offing for this season as well. And you know, a four point weekend just gone. Um, you know, a good display there against uh, Dundee and and Fife. So how how's it going this season? Do you feel more, more generally as we head towards this this running? now up at the top end of the elite league yeah i mean we're doing well i think we've been playing some some really good hockey the last especially the, the you know the last few months um with the change in cardiff and and you know Brody dupont being a, a new coach i really feel as a team we had to we had to learn a lot you know this year and um it, it took us a little while but i feel we're we're a more resilient team now you know um not as affected by things during the game and um you know, every game we go into now, I feel we uh, have a very good chance of winning. So, you know, as you say, it's the games are ticking down now. So uh, we've got some big ones coming up and we just have to keep playing the same way, really. Yeah, what a weekend to come. Uh, Coventry on, on Saturday and then obviously you're hosting Nottingham on, on Sunday. So, I mean, what's your thoughts on on these games coming up? Because, you know, when you scroll down the fixture list, there's not many fixtures left now the regular season. We're, we're, we are getting down to it now, aren't we? No, exactly. Yeah, I mean, Coventry always... a uh, always a very tough place to to go and play so um that's obviously our the first one on our minds we'll uh hopefully be ready and go in and, and play a good game saturday and then uh then we can reassess for sunday and you know nottingham always a team that can be dangerous and um yeah we, again it's going to be two tough games and um you know we need to be ready yeah and uh I, i'm sure coaches and and you know experienced players like yourself they always say you know we we take each match as it comes and 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 that side of things but you know you've got guildford twice this month um it's possible you can reel them back in that's that has to be the target for yourselves now as we head towards march oh for sure yeah i mean everyone everyone knows that those games could be could be uh deciding games but as as you say before we get there there's quite a few. There's a few games to uh, to take care of first, and um, you know to give us a chance to to go into those Guildford games and uh, and see what we can do. But yeah, we got a uh, bit of work to do before then, so um, we're going to have to do it the right way. Right, well, just a last question, Mark. And uh, obviously, you know we we've spoke about you know the development of Cardiff to to what it was to what it is now, and how you helped that. And you know we we touched upon Swindon. We don't even mentioned your your international career and the, the medals that have been won at GB. That's all <laughs> kinds of levels. I mean, it's been one hell of a career. It's still ongoing. Uh, how much are you looking forward to this next part of the season and and what's possible at the Cardiff Devils with with you as captain? Oh, I mean, for, for me, uh, and, and I think uh, this mindset has definitely come as I've got older, but, you know, I just feel I'm very lucky to be able to do what I'm doing. So I try to take every day as it comes and, you know, whether that's practice games, just enjoy myself and um, work hard and, and, and see what happens. You know, at the end of the day, that's all you can do is, is give your best. And um, as I say right now, I'm really enjoying my hockey and um, it'd be great to, to bring some more trophies back to Cardiff. Well, Matt Richardson, uh, captain of the Cardiff Devils, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. A big congratulations on on this milestone uh, this past week. Congratulations as well on the four-point weekend just gone. And uh, catch up very soon. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Matt Richardson there from the Cardiff Devils joining us here on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. And a big congratulations to Mark on that fantastic achievement there. 1,000 games played in the Elite Ice Hockey League. Fantastic stuff. Let's go to the National Division now. And what a weekend for the Leeds Knights. A four-point weekend in the league, but the weekend started for Leeds on Friday as they progressed through to the National Cup Final with a victory over the Sheffield Steel Dogs. 
And for more now on what was achieved last weekend for the Knights, on Friday, I caught up with one of their players. It's a welcome to the show to winger Zach Brooks. Well, Zach, a big thank you for joining us. And uh, what a weekend Leeds had last weekend. Uh, where, where should we start this interview? Should we, we'll start with the, the semi-final on, on, on Friday night and, uh, you know, progressing through there. Um, a fine performance over the two legs over Sheffield. Um, I mean, what, what was that occasion like on Friday evening? Uh, obviously, we uh, we didn't have the start we wanted to on Friday, coming in with a three and zero lead. Uh, but we managed to uh, to come back late in the first period, and uh, after that, we were uh, we were on the roll, and uh, we just kind of closed the deal and didn't do anything too crazy. So, yeah, we didn't have the start we wanted to, but uh, ended up uh, on the good side. So uh, that was great. It's kind of a, a natural reaction, though, I'm going to suggest as well, because you had this big weekend to come in the league as well. I mean, uh, for the listeners' benefit, you had to play uh, Milton Keynes on, on Saturday, which which is a huge game. Plus, you already had a slight advantage from the first leg over the Steel Dogs. So um, it was only natural, I'm going to suggest, to, to start a bit slow. But then to, to dig it out and, and get the victory in the end in that second leg shows great character. Exactly. Yeah, that's uh, that just kind of show uh, where we're at in, the, in our heads right now as a team. I think it's uh, yeah, we, we just uh, find a way every time to to uh, to win. We're aware that not everything's going to be uh, our way every night, but uh, when it's not, we're just trying to dig it out and find a way to win games, and that's what we're doing right now. No, good stuff. And uh, just about that that final, it will be against the Peterborough Phantoms. I will catch up with both clubs uh, ahead of that final. But um, that's that's a tough game, isn't it, uh, against Peterborough? Yourselves, MK Lightning and, and Peterborough have been up at the top of the National Division all the way through this season, uh, to in and fro in. Um, that should be a good occasion, that one, that National Cup final, shouldn't it, when, when, it's, uh, when it comes down the track? Yeah, exactly. Well, they're a great team. Uh, we know we know they're gonna be ready for us, but uh, we got our our wake up call two weekends ago when we lost twice in a row against them. So uh, we'll be ready and hopefully uh, win that cup and come out of, on the good side. So uh, through to the the national cup finals, but after that you've got this four point weekend that you've achieved as well, um, an overtime win over Milton Keynes, um, which uh, is is no mean feat, and then to go on the road to Shropshire and beat Telford by eight goals to four on Sunday night. How did you prepare for this weekend? Because <laughs> um, <laughs> plenty of Weetabix, I'm going to suggest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you just, I feel it's just something you can't really prepare to. Like you just you just got to go out there and, uh, like like I said earlier, uh, dig deep and find a way to to win games. Uh, especially on the Saturday, it was a uh, was a really hard win, gritty hockey against MK for sure, and uh, just found a way to to come back at the end of the game again and just win the game and just prepare for Sunday so just a three and three is really hard it's just uh your head has to be in, a, in the right place and uh, you gotta just go work hard and then keep things simple and that's what we did and it paid off at the end of the weekend no congratulations on a, on a stunning weekend uh, and we'll get to um the, the weekends just keep on coming in this league don't they and uh, we'll get to the the challenging weekend to come for the nights in a second uh, but for, for yourself Zach as well I mean how, how are you enjoying this season because um th- this is your first um, season abroad, isn't it, out, out of Canada? So, I mean, how, how are you finding things at the Leeds Knights? It's, um, it looks like you're enjoying yourself. Yeah, I really enjoy it so far. To, honestly, it's a great place to be. Uh, I've got really lucky that we've got a great bunch of guys on the team and uh, every, everyone's really... It's been great to me, uh, especially like the young guys like uh, Kieran Brown and uh, Cole Shura. 
and uh, the older guys, I'd say Maddie Awood and Sammy Zajac, they really helped me to adapt here. And it's been a great time so far. And Leeds is a really, uh, really good place to be. Every, everyone made it easy for me to adapt. And uh, it's been nothing but great so far. Yeah, and that's and that's uh, not just for yourself, but also for your, your teammates as well. It's been a phenomenal season to this point. I mean, how are you? How are you uh, enjoying uh, the national division and and the hectic schedule? I mean, you, I don't think there's many weekends where you have to play three matches like you did last weekend, but uh, it's still a, a challenging schedule. So, how, how have you found uh, the the standard uh, this season? Oh, it's, uh, I think it's great. Honestly, uh, it's a busy busy schedule. Uh, every weekend you you're either on the road or playing games at home, but I think it's great. That's uh, that's what we want to do. We like playing hockey. We like to play games. So uh, it's busy, but I think uh, as long as you take care of your body and do the right things, uh, even though it's a busy schedule, you'll be fine and you'll be able to to give your best out there every single night. And have you ever been a part of a, a team, um, you know, early on in your career like you are, but have you ever been a part of a team like Leeds where, I mean, there was a, a little bump in the road, wasn't there, around uh, January time with, with the Peterborough doubleheader, but generally Leeds this season have just been marauding through the schedule. Uh, have you ever been part of a team like this? No, never. Uh, everyone who plays sports uh, will be uh, will be able to tell how hard it is to, to win and uh in a season and win games, uh, games after games. So uh, it's really special this year for sure. But uh, we just got to keep going and do what we're doing. Keep our heads at the right place. And uh, no, every time that comes, an opportunity like that to, uh, to win everything, uh, you got to take it and uh, embrace it and enjoy it while it's there. Now let's talk about this weekend then, um, because it's just one game. So that that's that's relatively easy, isn't it? It's a it's a, a third of of what it was last last week. Um, but what a game! Um, yeah. Milton Keynes on Saturday on home ice. This is mammoth, isn't it? Between you two, I mean, what is it? Just two a couple of points separating the pair you up at the top. The tickets are selling really fast for this one at the castle, aren't they? Uh, so um, I mean, how 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 good is it when your home band's packed out like like it has been this this season, and and you've got the crowd behind you like you're expecting on Saturday? Oh, it's uh, it's great. It kind of gives you the the little extra boost that you need it. Uh, either it's at the end of the period of, uh, or end of the game, so uh, it's great to have a great uh, the best fan base in the league. It's uh, it's uh, it's massive for us. No, good stuff. And uh, just a, a closing general thought, Zach, as well, just about um, what what's possible at the Knights because it's been a phenomenal season thus far. But uh, silverware is, is still in the cabinet, isn't it? Waiting for a recipient. So still plenty of games to go. How much are you looking forward to the challenge of all three fronts that you're on at the moment, the league, um, you know, the cup and, and the, the playoff at the end of the season as well? How, how much are you looking forward to this challenge and what's possible at the Leeds Knights? Uh, I think everything's possible for us at the moment if, uh, if we keep working hard and uh, stick as a team. But obviously we kind of try to take it one step of the way. Uh, we don't want to be too uh, too far ahead of ourselves. So it's kind of one game at a time and... Uh, Obviously, we want to win as many trophies as we can. Uh, I think we're on the right path, but uh, we don't want to get to ahead of ourselves. So, uh, one step at a time, uh, win as many games as possible, and uh, the best should come out of it. No, oh, great stuff. Well, I, I have to ask you this question. I, I'd asked you this earlier on, but just it's a nice way to to close the interview. But what a season you're having! <laughs> are, are you enjoying it at Leeds? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm really enjoying it. One of the greatest players to be in the league, uh, if not the best. So uh, yeah, everything's uh, everything is great about Leeds. 
Good stuff. Well, Zach Brooks from the Leeds Knights, a big, big thank you for taking the time out of your day to join us on this week's show. Big congratulations for a phenomenal weekend uh, just gone and uh, all the best for the closing matches of the season. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Zach Brooks there from the Leeds Knights joining us here on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. From the National Division to South 2 now and a big weekend to come up at the top of that division as the Haringey Huskies and the Guildford Phoenix go head-to-head in a double header on Saturday and on Sunday. Just four points separate these two teams. The defending champions Guildford Phoenix sitting in second but they do have a game in hand as they head into this weekend. And for more now on the Phoenix on Thursday I caught up with one of their player coaches. It's a welcome to the show to Luke Tull. Well, Luke, a big thank you for joining us. And uh, before we get to this weekend's big doubleheader, just a, a bit of a general catch-up with how things are going at the Phoenix. Uh, a good win uh, last weekend over, over Streatham. Um, so how, how's things going at the moment at Guildford? Yeah, well, thanks for having us on. Um, it's brilliant to actually get a chance to get involved with one of these podcasts. They're pretty fantastic for British hockey. Realistically, we, we lost a fair few players coming into this season. I'm, I'm sure you've seen the exodus we had, like, a lot of the guys went up, which is which is brilliant for the club. It, it looks fantastic on our junior development, and us as coaches, it, we strive for that. But we've sort of suffered for it a little bit this year with some of the new guys coming in. But they've done a great job, and it's it's brilliant so far. But we've just dropped some points where we shouldn't have, and there's been a couple of games where we've we've outshot teams by 60 clear clear shots. And Chelmsford's a very much it was an eye-opening experience for a lot of us. The Luca. He's absolutely fantastic goal. He plays for the Chieftains as well, but we just couldn't couldn't get past him, and it it cost us that game. But it's all looking up, and we just got to push on, really. This is the a consequence of you're talking about the players leaving, but this is um, a consequence of just how brilliant last season was for for Guildford Phoenix. I mean, winning three trophies ain't bad at all. I mean, how how was last year's campaign? Um, absolutely brilliant to be honest with you after that sort of Covid year we had a core of guys that just came back and we've been together for two or three seasons before that and some of them since the, the start of the Phoenix and uh, under uh, Hemmings who's who's now pushed on to the Flames which he thoroughly deserves after how well he's done with the junior club and with us we just all clicked and the, the class of some of the guys that we've had there it just shows from where they've gone now I mean you've got Jared at Streatham you've got Josh who's gone to Oxford I mean Marcus Mitchell's taking the step up to the Basingstoke Bison, and that is just brilliant for us as a club. But last year, I mean, it was probably one of the best seasons of hockey I've ever had and one of the most enjoyable. And that's through the board. That was from all of our supporters, for for the guys that do all of the, the rink stuff on the day. And our managers with Lois and Jeremy, they were brilliant last year. I mean, is it one of these occasions where it just all came together for, for just, um, you know, a barnstorming uh, season? Because things like that, um, they don't come out of nowhere, really. I don't think there's there's a lot of work that's that's built in there to to get to that point, even with COVID getting in the way. Yeah, that is very very true. But I think between Potsy Milos and and Hemmer last season and and through the, the seasons before, they they put together a game plan. And I think realistically, we just all bought in last year, and everyone was reading off the same hymn sheet. It was it was just perfect, really, and everything just fell into place. I mean, the competition for those top eight teams in our in our league. Is, is is high for the level of hockey we're playing at 
and it was a fight to get there. But as you say, we, we all clicked and it all just came together perfectly last year. And obviously this season, um, when we talk about ice hockey in Guildford, um, I mean, the Flames are doing uh, tremendous work. Uh, I know on the women's side, Guildford Lightning. But as as a club more generally, I mean, at the club, it's it's brilliant, isn't it? How many players are being developed there in Surrey? Oh, for sure. And you even see that in lots of other clubs around the area where other players have gone to. There's a, There was a few of the boys that were playing for Streatham against us this weekend that came through the junior development programme and have moved on to, to other clubs. And it's a great thing, really, for us. We're playing a lot of our home games now before junior games, before 14s, 16s and 18s. And you're seeing a, a great progression of players through those through those age groups. And it's it's fantastic to see. And hopefully, it's players that we can bring in earlier in their, their development into the Phoenix so that they can push on for bigger and better things in British hockey, which would be fantastic for the club and fantastic for the players. Absolutely. And, and I was just going to say as well, I mean, um, you are all amateur players, and a setup like like at Guildford. I mean, what what's it like being part of a setup where you've got junior players there being developed, um, and you you get into play games like against Harringay this weekend. But there's also events where you, you get to win free trophies in a year like you did last year. I mean, <laughs> as an amateur player, that must be uh, brilliant, really. Oh yeah, it was absolutely fantastic, and a lot of the younger guys on the team loved it. Like they won't get to experience that and it doesn't matter what level of hockey it's at winning a trophy with a bunch of guys that you've played all season with and worked hard for it it just it means the world to everyone and it was beyond fantastic last season I couldn't describe it at the time I think me and Hema like we were sat in the changing room at Bristol for like nearly I think nearly an hour hour and a half afterwards there was a Bristol the Bristol Pitbulls were playing the Invicta Dynamos in the playoff semi-finals and we were just sat there drinking beers in the changing room because it just you sort of didn't want it to end because it's just so much fun well, Loved it. Well, a big congratulations on, on what was achieved um, last season. I mean, fantastic stuff. And uh, with regards to yourself, obviously been a, a player for uh, a number of years, but but now as a, a player coach, I mean, how are you finding that transition? Uh, it was different. It was it was very, very much out of the blue to be offered it by Hemmer and Potsy and Milos last year. But they put a lot of faith in me in the years before and being the captain of the team. And I mean, after the, the absolute barnstorm of a year, last year it was just it was it was a natural progression thing for me personally I think and giving the captaincy then on to Nick Mahinick who's been with the club since the start and he was the original captain was just perfect and he's doing a great job this year as are all the boys so uh, obviously like like we started this interview we we're talking about um, obviously how, how the season's gone thus far you were talking about that transition after such a brilliant season last year that takes us to this weekend um, we obviously heard from Harry Gingate um, in the uh, before Christmas and it's four points the gap you've got a game in hand as well um, so with the the caveat sheet you mentioned at the start of this interview it's it's brilliant that you're in second. It's brilliant that it's all to play for. And I mean, how how are you finding uh, the the build up to this big double header that's going to be happening up at the top of South Two this weekend? It's great. It's great for the for the sport and it's great for our league. Really, it's it's a lot more it's a lot more competitive this year. And I mean, Harringay gave us a run for their money in all the games we played against them last year, apart from possibly the final. Um, realistically, with the way the guys have been playing, it'll be a, it'll be a great game. And Harringay do everything. To the max now i mean the atmosphere in that rink is fantastic they, they pack it out every week and then we've got the return leg on sunday it's, it's some really good quality hockey over one one whole weekend and the boys will buy in we've got training tonight it's it's just down to them to to put their heads together for the game 
And we should say, I mean, for Sunday's game, uh, which will be uh, at Guildford, um, there's a there's a student offer there as well for for the University of Surrey, fifty percent off, which which ain't bad at all. I mean, this is um, a, a big weekend to come, but the, the league's not going to get sorted um, this this weekend, regardless of the results. Um, but I mean, what's your take on on what's possible at, at the Phoenix as we as we enter the closing stages of the season now? Much the same as it has been last year and into this season is purely the guys buying into what us as coaches and what we've put together. It's down to what they want from the game. A lot of the guys, or every every guy on the team, has a day job that we have to work and we all pay our subs to play and, it, and it's for the love of it. But if everyone buys in and, does, and fulfills their role within the team, then we continue to progress as we are. And and just to touch upon, um, you know, this this next stage of the season. Obviously, you're defending champions on on three fronts. Um, still very much involved in those three fronts as well. Um, I mean, that's that's a tall ask, but what one that it sounds like you're up for this season at, at the Phoenix. Indeed, yes. And as I, as I've said before, the the boys, as long as they all buy in, it's absolutely fine. I know we we did lose a lot of players, but we brought in some young talent. A few guys that haven't played hockey in a while that have come back to the sport. And we've got a couple of younger guys in the team that are progressively getting better as the season goes on. And that is the reason that we're sort of, we're escalating towards the end of the season, which is, which is perfect. Really. We had to grow into it. We knew that it was going to be a bit difficult this year. And I think every single one of those players is buying in and, and more than up for the task of repeating what we did last year. Great stuff. And and last question, Luke, it, it comes across in this interview, but enjoying this season. Oh, absolutely loving it, to be honest. It's it's been brilliant. It's been a bit of a change with with the coaching role and taking on a bit more, but absolutely loving it. Brilliant stuff. And uh, just a reminder to uh, the the listeners at home: uh, a big weekend this weekend in South Two uh, on Saturday. Harringay will be hosting the Phoenix. It's a five thirty face off, and then on Sunday it's at the Spectrum Guildford Phoenix taking on Harringay Huskies. A six thirty face off, uh, cracking stuff. And as I mentioned earlier, student discount as well. Uh, but uh, Luke Tull, a big thank you, player coach uh, from the Guildford Phoenix. Congratulations, uh, as I said earlier, on what, on what was achieved last year. Uh, a big good luck this weekend and uh, all the best for the running as well at the Phoenix. Uh, thank you very much. Player coach from the Guildford Phoenix, Luke Tull there, joining us here on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. And a big good luck to both Haringey and Guildford this weekend in doubleheader up at the top of South 2. But that's it for this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. A big thank you to all my guests this week for joining me. Remember, for all the latest goings on from the world of British Ice Hockey, you can visit the website www.britishicehockey.co.uk. But I've been Ben, and you all make sure you all have a lovely and safe weekend. Bye-bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.